1: Thousands of film and television writers are making their voices heard and pounding the pavement over a labor dispute. The writers are on strike demanding better working conditions like pay increases and residuals so they can stay in the industry. I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started.
0: This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City.
1: Writers in Hollywood and New York are marching in picket lines looking to flex their muscles in an attempt to send a message to producers that they are not happy with what's being offered. The Writers Guild Strike marks their first in 15 years and has sent Hollywood into turmoil, disrupting production. The walkout comes as traditional TV audiences continue to shrink and the industry grapples with how to transition to the ever-growing popularity of streaming. After failing to reach an agreement with studios like Netflix and Disney, the Writers Guild of America said its leadership unanimously supported a strike. Ellen Strussman is the WGA chief negotiator and says the future viability of their careers is at stake and they're willing to do what it takes.
0: Increases in pay and residuals so that writers can uh, make a career and stay in this profession and live and work in the cities like New York and LA, uh, we're asking for very basic working condition issues, like having a two-step deal or weekly pay for screenwriters to help address the free work pressures that they face when they're writing their scripts. Every day, there's some news story about AI, and it, there's no doubt that those services will continue to improve. And right now, as some of our members call them, they're plagiarism machines, and they have no business in the writing of school.
1: For more, let's bring in Seth Shackner from Strat Americas. Seth, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Great to be here, Veronica.
1: So the last strike took 3 months to resolve and this time both sides seem very far apart. How long do you think this strike will last?
0: Well, these are pretty serious issues and you know what what's essentially happening with the writers is they are trying to kind of carve out a new space and evolve and do a new role into a very different kind of streaming and digital video ecosystems so some of the issues that are on the table you know you just mentioned residuals and and comp and there are quite a few others are ones that i don't think are you know so easily resolved so i think probably three to six months is um is probably part of the thinking that that i would i would kind of bet on you know we're we're almost at the summer so sometimes that affects things as well so it could go on for a couple of months and these are you know, things that I think there's some intransigence on on both sides, basically.
1: What's the biggest sticking point here?
0: Well, you know, the, 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 the bigger issue was, is sort of what I just said, which is how do you create a new role for writers in this new streaming ecosystem? And so, you know, specifically, they're looking at residuals, which is their form of payment. Um, I think they're called viewership-based residuals, which would be based off streaming data, which is kind of the newest currency in terms of video and and film and TV consumption, if you will, from streaming services. And that data isn't hard to get for anyone, not just for writers or creative participants, but for anyone even analyzing the industry. So, I think that's kind of hard. And I think um, you know, on a top level, if you just think about you know the economics the macroeconomics of a streaming service that's is either ad supported or or may have a, a say a $10 or $13 a month subscription there is less money coming into the pot and um you know markets like syndication markets which used to be classic Part of the TV ecosystem are essentially gone now because because Netflix will keep you know a, a title that it acquires globally. So for sure, payment and compensation is um, front and center, and redefining what those residuals look like for for authors and writers are it's extremely important. So that's probably the biggest. Um, I mean, I think beyond that there is this question just in terms of the writing process of when a production unfolds, something called a writer's room. And, you know, for how many episodes, for how long pre and post production writers are engaged. And i um, I think that's another thorny issue, just in part, my view is these bigger tech Titans, a prime a Netflix, if you will, I think are, you know, culturally their karma is a little bit different than some of our old Hollywood studios, if you will. And they don't, sometimes tend to flex in the same way in terms of kind of the human processes that are there. And I'm not justifying it, but I think that's um, that's a really hard thing that the writers are trying to carve out as, as well, particularly as some of the production spending and the amount of productions kind of gets lessened or adjusted. So, those are the big ones. There is a lot of noise around AI. Um, not just in film and TV, but in in other industries like music as well, which is where I came from. And I think it it is troubling and disruptive. And um, I think the the writers very rightfully have their eye on those things kind of displacing them as well. So it's a lot of tough issues.
1: Absolutely. And we did hear from the chief negotiator for the Writers Guild saying that the future of writers viability is at stake. And again, she was talking about, as you mentioned, the residual payments, but also with the AI technology. So even just the media landscape alone has evolved so much since the last strike 15 years ago. So do all of these new factors make a significant impact and are the writers viability really at stake?
0: Yeah, I think yes and yes. I mean, I look. I think um, you know, AI sometimes gets a little bit um, oversold or, or exaggerated. There is certainly a disruptive element to it, but I usually come out certainly on the side of what the author and the, the writers are saying. That I, I always think there is going to be a human component. So I'm, I'm not sure if AI is going to be the thing that, that really changes things. But I do think you know, overall, how writers are engaged, how many episodes they're 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 you know they're 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 going to do for for each picture each show are going to be key issues as as is the compensation you know and i think you know the i think in general hollywood here particularly the streaming services they were very heavily supported by Wall Street, and you know the sentiment was go out and grow and get as many subscribers as you can, and we'll kind of worry about your bottom line later. I think that day ended like eighteen months ago, and so the, the studios here and and Netflix, I think, are looking a lot more closely at what they spend on and the quantity of what they release, and it, it will no doubt be less. I think they they call it peak TV, you know, it, it is over now. So. You know, it's it's gonna, there's going to be an adjustment for sure. So I think the question is how close the, the, the two sides can come together. Um, the studios could, for example, maybe throw some money at this, kick the can down the road, and get it resolved in the short term. But it is long term going to be an adjustment to figure out what um, what the middle ground is for all these parties.
1: Absolutely. And it really feels like a tale of two different stories because you you do see the writers talking about having, having value to their work and what they are worth in terms of payment. But also you bring up a great point about the streaming services in trying to get viewers. But now, as much as they don't want to move towards having any type of ads, it's something that, as you mentioned, it's affecting their bottom line.
0: Yeah, it's it's a real focus for the streaming services. And, you know, I, Netflix has obviously just recently rolled out its ad supported um, version of the service and all their competitors are doing it as well. And I think the game now is about profitability for all of them. And so um, I think you're seeing everything from, uh, you know, even films like one of the Batman films was, was canceled to to the Brady Bunch house being sold, which, you know, which was part of a set piece to probably more central to this. Um, maybe less productions and more focus around it. So it's, it's a very different game. And, you know, I'll, I'll also mention, um, streaming's global. Um, so what used to be the international or the syndication market is, is essentially gone. It sort of still exists, but not in the same way. So the revenue mix that's coming in is is different as well. And um, I also think, you know, if you look back the last 24 months, Squid Game, for example, one of the very biggest things ever on Netflix was picked up out of Korea. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a very different mix, whether you're an American writer or a global, you know you're sitting in a different territory. And adjustment is probably the key word. But I think... I and everyone looking at the writers are incredibly sympathetic and supportive. So, you know, don't take any of my messages as as anything negative towards them. Everyone's got to adjust.
1: Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much for the conversation. More Ticker News right after this.